Red Wine Dialogues, a podcast eavesdropping on the chat at a dinner table in Suffolk, England. Tonight, we have pre-lockdown days. Joan Shabu, Brian Cohen and myself can be heard discussing John Macefield and the sea, Rawhide and the life of the trail drovers, and Ed Sheeran's original home here in Suffolk. Brian sings The Flying Cloud, and I read out two John Macefield poems. I, Keith Dursley, am your host. Well, I'm, I, always, I always wait for the day before. <laughs> you know, because... It changes so much, as you know. Yeah. Um, so I thought, well, fine, you know, so long as they're telling me what I've got to do tomorrow, then I'm fine. But um, as for telling me what to do in April, May, June and July, just, you know, contact me again. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. I mean, it's pro- providing that the numbers stay low. I mean, if yeah. for some unknown reason they go all wrong again, then that would still be lockdown, wouldn't it? Well, that's right. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, most of us are on the older side of the scale, so most of us have had our jabs. I know. We'll all be singing and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, have you been writing very much, Johnny? Um, I've been working more on my, my music, though, Brian. Yes. Yeah. Getting songs together, you know. Um, oh yes. Yeah. Because when I was talking about. Um, you know, it was the uh, the three, four, three or four songs that you yeah, published. three, yeah, three, yeah. Well, that's what I was talking about when I tried to yeah, fantastic buy them up. Yeah, I think they sold out. <laughs> <laughs> I think they sold out. Actually, yeah. Yeah. there's uh, been a run on. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, very good. Get those digested now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be lovely when you come round again, Brian. Oh, I should say, yeah. When I go for a walk, I open all the doors with my brass key, you know, that doesn't pick up any of the bugs. Is that right? Yeah, like there's a panel to, from here, there's a panel on the front door that you touch. Yeah. You know, so right. I get the key out of my pocket and touch it with that and it opens and I'm through I don't have to come in contact with anything so we had, I mean I didn't realise that so, um, so brass um, kills off bugs that's right, right yeah so does silver yeah oh really you can get this you can get this sort of um, key thing I've got sent for several from yeah. three of them gave Joan one yeah yeah, yeah. and um, yeah don't have to worry about the bugs with that. Oh, right. <laughs> well, I know this. What I was um, associating it with was um, that you can get thin copper foil in strips and you put them around flower pots and it keeps the bug, it keeps the uh, slugs out. Oh, that's, right. that's, that's good. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, for some reason, they don't like it either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. And it's like... Yeah, odd. I mean, it really is quite odd. Oh. Yeah. 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 I used to wear a copper bracelet when I had a bad wrist. That helped. Well, well a lot, I mean, it is very still, very... Um, when I, I don't think fashionable, I don't, that's not the word, but still recognised as worthwhile yeah. wearing a copper, is it a copper or bronze? Copper? Copper, yeah. Bracelet? Copper. Yeah, copper. And what does that, yeah, does it somehow purify the blood or something? Like that? Yeah, it sort of sets up an electrical charge, very mild, that goes through your whole yeah. bloodstream, you know? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yes, like yes. That. That's been going a long time, isn't it? <coughs> you got yeah. the American Indians making things out of that, haven't you? And, um, you know, necklaces and rings and bracelets. Oh, right, right. Yes, yes. The Apaches yes. and so on. The Apaches, yes, yes. Yeah. I'll have mine black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it black when you come round, Brian. <laughs> oh, well, no, I can't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 I've just sent oh, off for a, I've just sent off for on Amazon for a no, not on Amazon, on a books to India for a. Um, a book that I've, I've been after for a while. You might know of it, Brian. You know, John Macefield. The Saltwater, the Saltwater Ballads. No, no. They, they, they date, from, date from the early sort of, you know, 1910 or somewhere time like that. Yeah, really that sort of thing, yeah. 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 Oh, right, right, yes. You yes, know, I've got a couple of... Very, very authentic, you know. It's not just sort of looking, walking along and seeing the ship and thinking, oh, how wonderful. That's all about, you know, the hell on board and down in the, down in the, between the decks and all that. And, you oh, know, yes, yes, yes. Well, I've got one like that, actually, that, um, yeah. that I do called The Flying Cloud. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it talks about uh, the time when um, there was, uh, when people were, press gangs into oh yeah uh, you know um, sailing I should just look through my extensive um, <laughs> library <laughs> library my name is Arthur Hollandy as you may understand I was born 10 miles from Dublin town down by the salt sea strand when I was young and comely, sure, good fortune on me shone. My parents loved me tenderly, for I was their only son. My father, he rose up one day, and with him I did go. He bound me as a butcher boy to pierce a knob with load. I wore the bloody apron there for three long years or more. 
Till I shipped on board of the Ocean Queen, belonging to Tramore. It was upon Bermuda's Isle that I met with Captain Moore. The captain of the flying cloud, the pride of Baltimore. I undertook to sail with him on a slaving voyage to go to the burning shores of Africa, where the sugar cane does grow. It all went well until the day we came to Africa's shores. Five hundred of those weeping slaves from the native land we bore. Each man was loaded down with chains and we made them walk below. Just eighteen inches space was all that each man had to show. The plague it came and the fever too and cut them down like flies. We took their bodies on the deck and hove them to the sea. For sure the dead were lucky fall and have to weep no more. Nor drag the chain and fill the lash on Cuba for evermore. But now our money is all gone. We must go to sea once more. But each man stayed to listen to the words of Captain Moore. There's gold and silver to be had, if with me you'll remain. Let's hoist the pirate flag aloft and sail the Spanish main. We ran and fought with many a ship, oh frigate and liner too. Till at last the British man of war, the Dunmo, hove in view. She fired a shot across our bows as we sailed before the wind. And a chain shot cut our mainmast down, and we fell far behind. They beat our crew to quarters as they grew up alongside. And very soon across our decks there flowed a crimson tide. We fought until they killed our captain and twenty of our men. And a firebomb set our ship on fire. And we had to surrender then. Well, it was to Newgate we are brought, bound down by iron chains. For plundering and sinking of ships on the Spanish main. The judge, he has condemned us and we are condemned to die. Young men, a warning take by me and shun all piracy. Well, it's very well old Dublin town. And the girls that I adore. I'll never kiss your lips again, nor squeeze your hand no more. For whiskey and bad company has proved the ruin of me. Young men, a warning take by me and 
Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. I'll follow that up with a famous Maysfield. Oh, lovely. You know, the old... Because Maysfield, he's, he's really... Um, he's out of fashion now, but I think he's a fantastic poet. And he yes. Was, he was Poet Laureate for quite a while. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was... Yeah, a, when he, was that? When? Um, sort of in the 30s, I think. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, mean, yeah. He, he was a guy who who bummed his way around the world. He went, to, you know, he was like a cabin boy in a in a, in a um, ship's, uh, you know, a, 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 a midshipman or whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes, yeah. He, he worked worked his uh, passage, shall we say? But his yes. most, one of his most famous poems I've got here. Like to read it out. It's called Sea Fever. You might have heard it anyway. <clears throat> sea Fever. I must go down to the seas again, to the lonely sea and the sky, and all I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer her by, and the wheels kick and the wind's song and the white sails shaking, and a grey mist on the sea's face. The grey dawn breaking. I must go down to the seas again for the call of the running tide. It's a wild call and a clear call that may not be denied. And all I ask is a windy day with the white clouds flying and the flung spray and the blown spume and the seagulls crying. I must go down to the seas again to the vagrant gypsy life to the gull's way and the whale's way, where the wind's like a wetted knife. And all I ask is a merry yarn from a laughing fellow rover, and quiet sleep and a sweet dream when the long trick's over. That's good, isn't mm. it? The long yeah, trick, yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you know, like all a load of crap, you know, sort of. It's a lot, an illusion, you know, we're all going through it, you know. The long trip is over. What, the long trip of life or...? Uh... Not, not trip, trick. Trick, yes. Yeah. The long trick's over. Yeah, it sounds, no. you, you, might, you might think it'd be trip because... Um... Well, obviously, yeah, well, it's, yeah. Yeah, long trick. So he's thinking about the tr of being tricked into sort of... The sort of life that he's having, possibly. Well, I, I think he's just saying that that life is life is bloody dubious, <laughs> <and> tricky. <laughs> tricky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you can't, yes. you yeah. can't count on much. No. No. Indeed not. No. I mean, yes, you're right. I mean, I was going to say there um, the fact that we're sort of brought up to sort of seafaring type of. Uh, songs or monologues and um, that it does give you an insight into just you know we kind of because we we, we romanticize so much yeah. of the past don't we you know yeah. anything from sort of cowboys to sort of seamen and uh, whalers and, but it must have been one hell of a bloody life you know yeah, yeah. And, 
you know, you wonder whether you could have survived such a thing. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, about that, I, I often think. You, do you, I don't know if you ever watched Rawhide, the old um, western, uh, driving a trail herd. There's a seven. You don't. Jones boiling the kettle up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, we got I, thought I'd left, I thought I'd left something on the stove. <laughs> 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 it won't be too long, Ryan. But there was, there was a, you know, we watched that, see the drovers, and we think that might have been a hell of a life, and, but I think it really was. I mean, it's a tough life. But I, I remember, um, you know, the, the author, Frank, um, Frank, what was his name now? He became a he became a cow uh, he became a trail drover. Um, yeah. I forget his name now. He wrote wrote a couple of race he wrote quite a few racy books, sexy books. You know? Right. But he wrote yes. a book about about his days on the on the on the trail. On the trail. Yeah. 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 That was fantastic. Uh, Frank Harris. Right. Frank Harris. Yeah. Yeah. And they made a film of it. They made a film of it with Glenn Ford. Fantastic film. Yeah. Called, yeah. Um, I think it was called the Cowboys. I'm not sure, but um, that was similar to this, you know, sort of. Right. Right. Like, like yeah. a long trick. <laughs> a yes. long trick is over. Yeah, trick. Life. I mean, yeah. people. People say, you know, it's only a game, but life itself is only a game, really. Oh so, uh, yeah. It's yeah. a long bloody trick. Here I am with no hair. <laughs> Great <Your> choice. <laughs> Life is just the stage. Yes. And every man must play his part. <laughs> it's old Bill Shakespeare, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, neither. <laughs> yes, we're, all, we're all flesh and blood and apprehensive. Who yeah. said that? Billy Shakespeare. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. 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 In Julius Caesar, I think it was. I'm not sure, but yeah. He says, "I know not what men are like these days. They're mostly fresh and blood and apprehensive." <laughs> we we had our um, stand and deliver last night. No. Friday, yeah, right. Friday, yeah, yeah. Friday night was really good, and there's a new couple who have come. Uh, yeah. And they, um, Alice and oh, yeah, they good, Michael, yeah. and they sing the sort of songs you and Keith used to sing. The old jazz oh, standards. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. American um, songbook. Yeah. yeah, she's got a really lovely voice, and I'm just trying to think what the song they did last night. What was their name again? I've got it written down. It's here, John. Every yeah. time we say goodbye, oh, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole yeah. Porter. Yeah. Sort of thing. We definitely we used to do with the Blue Velour. We did indeed. Oh, did I tell you, Brian, I found the Blue Velour. There's already a band called Blue Velour. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Oh. I mean, they, they follow everything you do. Do you know what I mean? They try and... <laughs> When, uh, when you think back, we, we were using Blue Velour ten years ago or five years ago. They might have got it off us. At least at five. More than five. Yeah. 
Who was those people again? Um, did you say Michael? Michael and Alice, I think their names are. Michael and Alice. I don't know their surname. No, okay. No, it's just that there is a couple. Uh, they've just made it? an EP. Yeah, they made an EP like we have with Jupiter Rack. Um, does he play and she sings? Or? Yeah, he plays guitar and she sings. Does he wear a cowboy hat? Yeah. No, I was thinking of a couple. <laughs> I was thinking of a couple that I came across who, um, and she has, an ex, you know, really very good voice, and um, he's just a very good singer. He loves, uh, he loves southern blues and all that type of thing, you know. Um, and they're just a very good uh, duet, you know. But um, that might be I don't think, No, he always he always wears a cowboy hat. That's why I asked. <laughs> You could join in. And my songs are sort of a bit obscure type of thing, you know, sort of. That wouldn't matter. Well. They, they even read poems out. You could do one of your monologues as well. And, um, you know, you, I know if you do uh, your, um, what they call, Alf not Alfresco, what is it? Um, are you still like Alfred, Alfred and the Lion, isn't that? What was it? Alfred and the Lion. Yeah, they love that. Oh, yeah. They love that. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Acapella, I meant the same. Acapella, or is it? Yes, oh, yes. Without, Acapella without or uh, cappuccino. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> I, <don't> like. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Can you leave at any time? What what time does it go on till? Start, starts at eight, and it's been finished yeah. at 11. But, I mean, you can leave whenever you wish to. I did one of my own efforts. Yes. Thing called Excelsior. I think I did it for you. You've heard that, haven't you? Yeah, I think I, yes, yeah. No, I think yeah, <laughs> I remember the e emphasis on Excelsior. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Olivier, you know. <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> I always think of the Lone Ranger. <laughs> with, a, with a cloud of dust and a hearty high old silver away. <laughs> Did you ever have any school trips, Brian? Um, I can't remember any, tell you the truth. No. We're, no. We're, no. We're, 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 I'm sure we I'm sure we must have. I'm sure we must have. But um, I just can't remember. We only yeah. had one, which was on the River Orwell, on a boat called the Lady Maud, and it yeah. got stuck, and we were sort of <laughs> stranded there for a bit. But when, <laughs> I in, when I was in secondary school, um, you had the chance to go to Switzerland. Of course, that was that. I mean, yeah. My mum and dad could never afford anything. Well, yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, we did have. Yeah, we had. We had sort of. That's right. School holiday. We had school trips like that. That's right. I remember yeah. going in fact to Switzerland. Yes. I think it was Switzerland, yes. Oh, did you? Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. We were too poor to do that, but only one or two girls, or more than one, that yeah. you know, did, did go. Well, well Mr Osborne, our um, Latin teacher, every year he went to Italy with a bunch of boys from Northgate. He went to, yeah. um, you know, yeah. um, Pompeii and Herculaneum. So, oh, yes, yes. You know, fantastic. But when I went to when I was at Swansea, went to Swansea University, I was doing um, Latin and Greek, and um, one of the um, lecturers there 
He, uh, I won't say his name, but um, every <laughs> he was a he was a, um, a bachelor, lovely man, Irish, fantastic guy. Yes. Very learned, and what well, you, you wouldn't have known it. He just chatted away, like you know, he used to go up in the student coffee bar and he'd just have a coffee and chat with everybody, you know, like, like anything. But he every time, <laughs> he, every time he got himself a lined up a chick, you know, he would yep. immediately say right, and he'd take her on a tour of Italy. And every one of them that he took immediately dropped him like a sack of potatoes. So they were saying, don't, she's lovely, Willie, they say, but please don't take her to Italy. But no, he'd take her to Italy. <laughs> She'd take me to Paris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what was so much of a turn off of Italy, but. <laughs> I mean, you can't think of much wrong with Italy. No, no. Yeah. Maybe the sewers, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do they have them? <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, n I never went on any of these trips. Um, it's just out of the question. I never even yeah. had a. I never even had a tracksuit. <laughs> that was one of the optional things, you know. When we were doing sports, I, I just put a jumper over the top of my <laughs> rugby shirt. You know? Rugby, well, there. I mean, that, that that puts you on a different class right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was lucky if I had a jumper, really. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about you know you know tonight we've read out a couple of things and you've sung a shanty and Jones read out something, but yeah. I think all the evenings we spent out at Nacton they could have all been recorded and done as uh, red wine dialogues. <laughs> they were fantastic. No, they didn't exist then, but well, tape recorders existed yeah, then. But, well, yeah, yeah. But nobody thought of I it. I mean, you could you couldn't broadcast it. Not unless you had permission from everybody yeah. you'd taken part. Well, yeah. Plus, you need all the rights to all the... I mean, the things we're doing here are all in the public domain. I think so, yes. So that's all right, you know. Yeah. They're either in the public domain or they're things that I own or you own or Joan owns. Are you playing at all, Joan? Are you sort of... I'm singing more now. Are you? Right. Yeah. yeah. I did. So you, haven't got that, you, you haven't got that violin going yet? I haven't got that, but I she's will. She's got to do that. She's playing the tambourine and she's doing backing vocals on for, for Jupiter Rag. What did yeah. I sing Friday? To know. To know, no, no, you I sang on Friday. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, yes. yeah that, that was good. Yeah, yeah when yeah. I smooth that, I. So yeah. I'm more confident in my singing, depending on a song that I know I can do, you know? Well, yes, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, No, it's just um, you came to mind, or the violin and your, your playing, yes. um, that um, there's a song, because I remember you saying that you enjoyed it when I sang it at the Low House, and it's called The uh, Lark in the Clear Air. Yeah. You know that one? It goes, um... I'll just, the first couple of lines set alone. Was, um, I can think of it. Um, 
I did it, and um, you mentioned it. It was with um, Penny, who plays with the oh, um, yeah. cello. You know. yeah. Oh, yeah. And this, when, yeah, so I, when I came across it, I thought, oh, one minute. I wonder if a violin would be... Um, uh, so I just thought of you there. Right, yes. Yeah, we love to with do a violin, wanting, wanting to be bowed. We love to do that one day, Brian. Yeah, yeah we will, yeah. Because it's, it's a very, you know, it's a very sweet song, isn't it? Yes, you know, it's a very yes. sweet, uh, nice song. Yeah. We've told you the story before. When we used to go to the Bell at Kesgrave, we used to cycle out there with violin on my back and guitar on Keith's back. Yeah. I used to do a few strings on the violin and they were, admittedly, they were just kind of what they call open notes. But yeah. the, the woman who sort of organised it wrote a <coughs> that's a pity that she only does open notes. It gave me a lot of confidence. But that, that was what really needed, you know. That fitted in with the song, you know? Yes, yes, yeah. There's one that I've had with me, you know, I sing and I've had with me a long time, called Joe Hill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe, um, and Joe Hill was a sort of... Yeah, hey? Labour organiser, wasn't he? That's right, yeah. He came over from Scandinavia to America and um, he caused such a stink amongst the, the uh, uh, unions and the mafia type thing that he was, in fact, shot. Yeah. Um, in fact, I suppose it was suggested but actually by the police because they were into uh, being bribed and everything like that. Um, and so... It was kind of a, a message kind of thing from Joe Hill. I don't know whether he wrote it before he died or somebody wrote it. No, I think it was actually, could have been a words by Arthur Hayes. Arthur Hayes. Yeah. This is from 1915. This is, yeah. Um, I should have read that out, actually. He was framed for the murder of a grocer. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so Joe Hill. I dreamed I saw Joe Hill last night, alive as you and me. Said I, but Joe, you're ten years dead. I never died, said he. I never died, said he. In Salt Lake, Joe, by God, said I, in standing by my bed, they framed you on a murder charge, says Joe, but I ain't dead, says Joe, but I ain't dead. The copper bosses killed you, Joe, they shot you, Joe, says I, takes more than guns to Kill a man, says Joe, I 
didn't die. Says Joe, I didn't die. And standing there as big as life, and smiling with his eyes, Joe says what they forgot to kill went on to all good nights. Went on to all good nights. Joe Hill ain't dead, he says to me. Joe Hill ain't never died. Where working men are out on strike. Joe Hill is by their side. Joe Hill is by their side. From San Diego up to Maine, in every mine and mill, where workers strike and organize, says he you'll find Joe Hill. Says he you'll find Joe. Fantastic. Quinquereme of Nineveh from distant Ophir, rowing home to Haven in sunny Palestine with a cargo of ivory and apes and peacocks, sandalwood, cedarwood, and sweet white wine. <laughs> stately, stately Spanish galleon coming from the isthmus. Dipping through the tropics by the palm green shores with a cargo of diamonds, emeralds, amethysts, topazes and cinnamon and gold moidors. And then at the end he's got dirty British coaster with a salt cake smokestack. Butting through the channel in the mad march days with a cargo of tine coal, road rails, pig lead firewood, ironware, and cheap tin trays. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You like to pull the, pull the, um, the, the ider down from underneath you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, it's reversed now because where all the exotic spices used to come from China, now we get all the rubbish <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> coming okay. in. Coming in trade, you know, uh, container loads. Oh, blimey. Yeah, what a change around there. If he'd known that, you know, plastic, little tiny bits of plastic had reached <laughs> into the furthest stretches of Ophir and wherever, <laughs> I wonder what he would have said. Yeah. How is Framlingham, Brian? All right? Framlingham is wonderful. Everything Absolutely done wonderful. all right, yes. You, you're glad yeah, you... I mean, you glad you moved there, Brian? Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it is yeah. nice. It's a nice place. It is nice. I mean, it, you know, I mean, it was voted at one time one of the most desirable sort of towns to live in. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, still and, miss, uh, I still miss quite a few people there. My, I know it sounds funny, but my Keep Fit class. Yes. That I got friendly with quite a few of them there. You know, we used to go for coffee afterwards. Yeah. And I, I, I do miss yeah. them. In fact, as, yeah. as awful really, I've had, there was a lady there called Pam, who I used to get on really well with. And um, on my notice 
blackboard that I've got in my kitchen. I've got phone Pam. I reckon that's been on there two years at least. Oh, right. I haven't phoned her. We, we and call... I must do it. Well, you've got to do that tomorrow. I must. I we must. call we call her Sponge Pam because yeah. there's another Pam, but she's the one who made this fantastic sponge. <laughs> so she's Sponge Pam. <laughs> she does a lot for the um, John Ambulance in Framingham. Oh, does she? She's a really lovely lady. Lovely. John Ambulance, yes, right, yes. There was, oh, also, funny, what? There was also. Marie was lovely. Yeah, wasn't Marie. She? And there was also Linda, who's. They used to. Her husband used to act in all the plays at the, oh, yeah. at the college. Yeah, what was her surname? Yeah. Um, I don't know her surname. Brian, her husband was Linda and Brian. I, yeah. went, I, went, I went along. We went along to a, a party they had in the garden of one of the um, leading lights of the drama society, and we were going yeah. to join. We actually joined, or we were going to join, because I thought I might get a part. I'm sure you would. Yeah. What I was looking for was the role of a gunslinger. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't have any. <laughs> so you left? Yeah, I left it at that. <laughs> Fine, have you ever been to any of their their plays? Oh, yes, yeah, I have, yes. The, yeah. the college, it's lovely theatre, isn't it? Yeah, the fab, wasn't it? It's a fab. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yes, I worked one in... Um, uh, St Michael's Hall. Oh and yeah. And they started to um, produce them at the college. Yes. There was a funny story about the college one. So I was, uh, I went there with. Uh, that's when I was with Carol. Yeah. And during the performance, I was kind of re looking at these um, uh, garden chairs and tables that they had as a part of their set. Okay. You know, and I said, and after it, I went down. <laughs> I went down onto the stage and grabbed somebody. I said, yeah, I said, where'd you get those um, chairs and tables? I says, I like those. He says, it's funny, he says, you should say that, he says, because they come from a um, place in Devonham, um, which was the, they made teapots. They were sort of um, uh, pottery sort of place. I think it was called something like the Teapot Cafe or something like this. All right. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, he said, um, but he said, I think they're getting rid of them. I said, all oh, right, okay. So, um, of course, I went down to Debenham and found this place. And I said, yeah, I said, I understand you. You know, I saw these tables and chairs in the production of so-and-so. Um, and that um, you're trying to get rid of them. He says, yeah, that's right, yeah. I said, well, how much was those um, four chairs and the table then? And I think he said, oh, £25. So I bought them. <laughs> yes. And like, in fact... In fact, I'm sitting on one of them now. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Well, it has strange yeah. Amazing, eh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. We saw some good plays there. I used to help with the with the coffees. Yes. In the intervals with um, Linda, who who came to keep fit with me. Yeah. Yeah. She used to live in Laxfield, actually. She had a lovely cottage oh. there, and then her husband was born in Framlingham, I think, and he desperately yeah. wanted to come back to Framlingham. So she moved and lived up near the, um, what was his name? Mowbray's. What's yep. his name? Um, singer? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, yes. Oh. 
lived up yes, at Albert is. Square. Is it Albert? No, Albert something. Albert Terrace, is it? Not far from you. Well, in Framingham? Yeah. I don't, th I don't think he's ever lived in Framingham. Yes. He was in Dellington. Yes, they yeah. still do, I His think. His mum is still there, isn't she? His mother's still there. I'm just there. trying to think where... You, you know where, where we used to live? At the bottom of yeah. 4th Street? Yes, yeah. Well, if you just go come out of... Where yeah, no, you come. You go across the road, Albert, Albert uh, Street, isn't it? Yeah, that's or, right. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, I know uh, that. Yes. Yeah, that's where they live. No, right. Yeah, yeah. When we went along to the Amdram, you know, to, maybe to join, I ended yeah. up um, a, a production of um, the birthday party for Pinter. I stood at the door collecting the tickets as people came in. Yeah. 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 But the funniest thing was we sat in with a with a rehearsal, right, for this play they had about this caravan park. I forget what yeah. the play was called now. But there was a guy in it, he was a fantastic actor, this chap. Yeah. Because he was talking to this other bloke. And I thought I I really thought, you know, he was just talking to him that the play hadn't started, but he was so <laughs> There was another yeah. person, I think his name was Brian actually. We went round there for sort of an evening meal with um, all the other actors because we said we'd we maybe like to join. I mean, I'd I'd do coffees and things, but you know, if Keith could have got a part, would have been nice. Um, and you saw him near the paper shop, didn't you? And you oh, called yes. out what, yeah, his, yeah. what the actor. What yeah, that he was play? a birthday party. Birthday wasn't it? party. I forget his yeah. name now. Yeah. He played, but he played a sinister. He was, he was very good, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. 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 Mm. He, he, had, he had a fantastic monologue. How he ever remembered it, I'll never yeah. know. It's but they were—they were a nice group of people, weren't they? Yeah. You'd be good on the stage, Brian. <laughs> you would. When COVID has gone, you want to join them. I remember going to—I um, think it was a friend of Carol's at one time—and I turned up, and it must have been a particularly good day because um, a friend said, looked at me, and went. Are you on the telly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who she thought I was or anything like that, but um, are you on the telly? No. Uh, I've got a stool down this so and so. And then there was, this was, um, I was getting rid of some of June's stuff. This is, um, must have been after she's gone, in fact, and I was clearing out all the stuff that she had left behind, you know. And I went to a place. I think it's called Jenny's or Jennifer's in Hellsworth, it was. And I took this great box along and um, she said, um, yes, she said, okay. She said, um, I'll, can I, I'll just go through it while you're here. I said, yes, yeah, okay. And I, so I sat down and then she kept looking at me, sort of, just side of her eye and that time. And she went, uh, should I know you? <laughs> Meaning, like, should she see me somewhere, sort of, you know, I suppose a blazing in lights or something? I said, I don't think so, dear. I said, I'm a carer. She went, oh, well. I should yeah. have got the Amdram when I was at college because a chap said to me, a chap at the, uh, actually at the Christian Union, I used to go to the Christian Union on a Saturday night. Because they yeah. were such good cut, I'd met, started chatting with all these people in the snack bar. They said, yeah. come, we got to see you tonight. I said, see you? What's that? It's Christian Union. Oh, all right. 
I turned up, you know, and it's quite interesting. They were nice people. And there was one chap there, and he turned to me and said, Have you ever done any acting? I said, Well, only in my private life. <laughs> well, I think, sort of, obviously, being a literal, you know, a literary person. Yes. You do, I mean, obviously. Bit of a proclaimer. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the mercy of gods at whose table human lives are considered an excellent joke. Sometimes the great ones admire the cunning we employ and the crazy chances we take. But they've got us boxed in on the chessboard where they placed us. They still marvel at the way we devise escape routes and extravagant triumphs that threaten to defeat time. You have been listening to Pre-Lockdown Days, a red wine dialogue from Joan Chavoux, Brian Cohen, and myself, your host, Keith Dursley. We hope you enjoyed being with us. Make sure to look out for the next show in two or three weeks. If you wish to contact yours truly or find out more about us or our band called Jupiter Rag, go to Dursville.com. That's D-E-R-Z-V-I-L-L-E. -L -L -E.